0: Welcome back to the final episode of Lawn Sober from Out on a Tangent with the Merrimack Public Library. And today is different. You know why? Because we have Jenny. Hi! <laughs> it's different. It's so different. Wow, wild. <laughs> and today we are talking about. We have been really talking about cryptids this whole time, but this last episode, we're talking about something that could be considered a cryptid, but I feel like it's more of an urban legend, and mm. that is Annabelle the doll. Ooh. And here's an interesting thing. When you think of Annabelle, what do you think of, Jenny?
1: Okay, so I think of two things, because I just watched uh, someone like do a, we'll say, half Hazardish um Annabelle costume, but mm. like in the past, I've always thought of like Raggedy Ann, and then this costume was like based off the movie Annabelle, which yeah. was like the more, I'm going to say, American girl doll slash porcelain doll version right. of.
0: Yeah, I did not know that she was a Raggedy Ann doll. You didn't? No, my whole life I thought she was a porcelain doll.
1: I've always known Raggedy Ann, and I've never trusted her. <laughs> so, when I was a kid, I had a Raggedy Ann doll. That explains so much. Well, you then. had Annabelle.
0: <laughs> oh, no. I think maybe I had Andy. I don't know. But Um That, but that I, checks more. I thought that... Because I've only seen her, like, pictured in the Conjuring movies.
1: Oh. I just
0: thought that she was a porcelain doll.
1: Yeah, no. I've always known it was a Raggedy Ann, and my mom, like, forbade me from having a Raggedy Ann doll. I had a Raggedy Andy for, like, a hot stint, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really like him. Um, And I would not be kind to this doll, I'll just say. Okay. but that's because my mom, like, really, like, built a
0: fear of Ryan and me, even though she had both when she was younger. Yeah, because at one point in time, I want to say maybe that it was the 80s, they were super popular, and they had their own TV show. I and mean, my mom a... is from the 50s. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not. I wasn't speaking about your mom. I should have clarified. <laughs> I just know that for, like, a certain period of time, they were, like, a huge pop culture thing. Yeah, massive. Yeah. And, like,
1: you know... My cousin, Michelle, not our number one listener. Um, Shout out, Michelle. <laughs> um, she was really into Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy. Um, but yeah, no, I've always known. And also um, I've watched many a YouTube special that were like, yeah. we're going to go look at the box. And I'm like, that
0: doesn't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. Well, when I found out it was Raggedy Ann, I was like, this is hilarious. Because I thought like. Okay, but that makes it that much scarier. Right. It, it, part of me was like, this is hilarious. And part of me was like, this is terrifying. Because if it was a porcelain doll, porcelain dolls sometimes are really creepy looking. Oh, big time. Yeah. And also, like, if you are a fan of these toys, I apologize. Those reborn babies, those things freak me baby out. Baby alive. No, baby alive is like a <laughs> cartoon. I'm talking about those reborn babies. No, I ba- know. Well, <laughs> those are so scary well, to me. Do
1: you know why they're so realistic? No. It's to like help parents cope that have gone through a tragedy.
0: Okay, that is amazing. If you're if they're used for that purpose, yeah. great. <laughs> People that just have them as a doll to play with, I don't know. I think that's just my opinion, and I'm not trying to offend anybody.
1: I don't know. All I can think of right now is the Bob's Burgers episode where they, like, real go into My Little Pony, and I'm like, hmm, imagine a little cursed My Little Pony doll. Oh, I thought you were talking
0: about the the porcelain babies that Linda collects.
1: No, no, my mind went right to My Little Pony because it was another, like, 80s
0: popular thing.
1: I mean, I know it's had, like, a more recent resurgence, but, like, I was just thinking, like, huh. If it was just, like, a cursed little, like, Smurf, or... <laughs> I don't Smurfette know. Smurf that haunts. Yeah. Cursed Care
0: Bear. <laughs> I mean, that would be... That's like a Five Nights at Freddy situation. 100%. Like, a cursed Smurf, that would be quite funny to me. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into Annabelle, because I think you're probably more familiar with the story than I was, because I am not a person that is interested in the mysteries and spookiness of the world oh i love the mysteries and spookiness but then i scare myself so bad so for those of you who don't know annabelle is an allegedly it's alleged however there are many accounts of her haunting things haunted doll located in the what is now closed occult museum of the paranormal investigators ed and lorraine warren in connecticut Annabelle was moved there after supposed hauntings in 1970, and a character based on the doll is one of the antagonists that appears in the Conjuring universe. I thought that she was fictional from the Conjuring universe. Mm. Also, I didn't know that the Conjuring house was a real house. Wow. What's it like to be you? I really am not into horror at all. Well. (laughs) I'm very easily scared, so I'm not like... I'm so far removed from it. And I'm sure that people know that. Why are we
1: going to go find Mothman when literally Annabelle could be a day trip for us?
0: Well, the museum's closed. We can't go there anymore.
1: You can still contact the owners and they still let people in if you contact them directly.
0: Well, you heard it here first, folks. (laughs) Our next teen (laughs) program. (laughs) (laughs) We're taking a field trip to the Ecole Museum. (laughs) Um, With Miss Sam. No way. <laughs> You're welcome. Cruising to the library. Okay, <laughs> anyway. Um, as I just mentioned, a lot of people, because of the conjuring associate animal with the porcelain doll, she's not. She's a Raggedy Ann doll. My question being, do people still have Raggedy Ann dolls? I don't know.
1: I think it would be similar to um, just like, other stuffed animals that like parents have held on to yeah. to give to their kiddos.
0: Cuz there hasn't been a resurgence of them because there's like new my little pony. There's new care bears that right. look different, but there hasn't been a resurgence. Same
1: thing right with yet. like strawberry shortcake and everything. Yep. But and even the smurfs. Mm-hmm. Um but like I don't think I don't think so. And I'm curious if this is why there hasn't been that would
0: be my thought (laughs) i mean
1: yeah same slash i have no idea what like the whole mindset of like the show was i just i just envision raggedy Ann, raggedy andy like holding hands and like skipping down a hill And I'm like, what was that show about?
0: (laughs) I think it was like a la Toy Story, pre-Toy Story.
1: Really? I was thinking it was more in the vein of like a strawberry shortcake situation. No, if
0: I'm remembering correctly, because I had seen this because I'm just interested in vintage TV anyway. I was going to say, you are old without being chronologically old. Correct. Yes. (laughs) I think if I remember correctly, seeing it like just in passing and it was the theme song was Them on the Bed. The kid leaves; they come to life. Oh man! So like pre the idea of Toy Story pre Toy Story. I am gonna have the bananas and pajamas song stuck in my head for the rest of the day. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So other old things. <laughs> anyway, uh, the first haunting is allegedly in 1970. Annabelle was brand new. And the story was told to the Warrens by two young women and has been retold for years after by the Warrens themselves. And just a disclaimer, both of the Warrens, unfortunately, have passed away. Their son was running the museum, but he has since closed the museum. Uh, Annabelle was a gift to a young nurse named Donna or Deidre, depending on the source. I don't know why that is, the name gets changed, but that's important information. From her mother for her twenty eighth birthday. Because ah yes, what else do you give your child for their twenty eighth birthday than a raggedy and doll?
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe we're just healing in her children. And sure. it's like, hey, I really messed up your childhood. Let me get you this thing you've always wanted. Sure. Like, how great would it feel if you didn't have an American girl doll when you were younger to get an American girl doll in your twenties? I mean I'm I'm speaking to my audience <laughs>
0: If you're wondering, that's that's me, um, <laughs> and it would be pretty great. Uh, so Donna was apparently thrilled with the gift, which makes sense if that's the case. <laughs> and she brought it back to her apartment that she shared with another young nurse named Angie. At first, the doll was an adorable accessory, sitting on a sofa in the living room and greeting visitors with I her would colorful never visage. Never say an
1: adorable accessory. Raggedy Ann, Raggedy Andy never really did it for me.
0: Me neither, but like some people like that.
1: All right. I think Cottage my, core.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's like very much like my Nana's style. Well, yeah. Like, that, like
1: it feels Nana.
0: Yeah. It's Maybe not it was
1: another old soul. Maybe it was you in a past life. Well,
0: anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Before long, the women began to notice that Annabelle seemed to move about the room on her own accord. Uh,. Donna would sit sit her on the living room sofa before leaving for work, only to come home in the afternoon and find her in her bedroom with the door shut. And... Huh? (laughs) like, okay. Um, Donna and Angie then started finding notes left throughout the apartment reading, Help me. According to the women, the notes were written on parchment paper, which they did not even keep in their home. So... I'll, I'll read the rest of the story, and then I'll give my theory, because I do have a theory. Okay. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny, I don't know if you've been listening to these past episodes, where Kathy and I were giving theories on what we thought about these things. Okay. Right. Furthermore, Angie's boyfriend, known only as Lou, got that from a source, and I found that to be quite funny, was in the apartment one afternoon while Donna was out and heard rustling in her room as if someone had been, had broken in. Upon inspection, he found no sign of forced entry, but found the Annabelle doll lying face down on the ground. Other versions of the story say he was attacked upon waking up from a nap. Suddenly, he felt a searing pain on his chest and looked down to find bloody claw marks running across it. Two days later, they had vanished without a trace. So, Annabelle, who has no fingers, clawed Lou as he was investigating the situation. Following Lou's traumatic experience, the women invited a medium over to help solve their seemingly paranormal problem. The medium held a seance and told the women that the doll was inhabited by a spirit of a deceased seven-year-old named Annabelle Higgins, whose body had been found years earlier on the site where their apartment building had been built. The medium claimed that the spirit was benevolent and simply wanted to be loved and cared for. The two young nurses reportedly felt bad for the spirit and consented to allow her to take up permanent residence in the doll. Some say Annabelle Higgins' body was found in the field that Angie and Donna's apartment was later constructed on. So, her death, unknown, but her body was apparently on that field. Okay. I was not able to find anything about her death, and that could possibly be because she was seven and she's a minor, and that's not necessarily going to be reported. Well, not only that, but this was, when was this again? haunting was in 1970s so right death could have been like 20s 30s 40s whatever well i'm also thinking like if it's like earlier
1: 70s and 60s like that's some of the most violent times in our country Mm -hmm. even though we think of like the hippie movement and everything and Mm -hmm. like peace love all that there's a reason behind it right yeah (laughs) because like it was in reality one of the most murderous violent times yeah um so just something to like think about. And like when someone has like so many victims mm-hmm. or whatever, like they're not they're not necessarily gonna like just be like, oh, hey, here's this whole life story on one of the mm-hmm. 30 victims, unfortunately, fortunately, because we want to like respect that.
0: So but now we're we're heading back to the Warrens. This is their connection to this story. okay. Lorraine Warren, the late owner of the occult Museum where Annabelle is was kept. Claims that since the age of seven, she could connect to the divine energies of the spirit world. Being a Roman Catholic, she was told to pray about it as a child and didn't talk about it again until adulthood. Warren and her husband investigated over 10,000 paranormal cases in their lifetimes. The Warrens opened and founded the New England Society for Paranormal Research. The Warrens believe that Annabelle is not possessed. Rather, she is being manipulated by a demonic spirit looking for a human host. According to the acronym for their research society, NESPER, inanimate objects cannot be possessed. And I don't know what the difference between it's being manipulated by a demon and possession is. Okay. Do you know?
1: Yeah. What's
0: the difference? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so if something's being manipulated, then like you can destroy the thing.
0: Oh, okay. And it has, like, no bearing on got it, got the it. energy. Okay.
1: Um, Whereas if it's being possessed, then you can hurt the energy that's, like, within it. Mm. Um, And because energy is never lost, it just gets transferred, yeah. Yeah. then you're more likely to, like, take it on on your own accord, is the thought process behind it, at least. Have you seen pictures of Annabelle?
0: Yes. Okay. I, so... Getting into the pop culture of Annabelle, I watched, Kathy and I have talked about BuzzFeed Unsolved for this whole series.
1: Yeah, I'm the one that got her into it. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
0: so, you know, I watched the BuzzFeed Unsolved episode. I've seen Annabelle. I've seen the case that they keep her in. Mm-hmm. It also reminds me of Toy Story, and that's creepy.
1: Well, yeah, it's very, I mean... It's my least favorite of the toy stories it's your favorite mm-hmm. It's very Toy Story too with all like,
0: apartment yeah, yeah
1: exactly keeping them in the glass case like. remember when I told you that movie gave me like the worst vibes and I yeah. hated it and yeah. you're like no it's my favorite
0: Does it make sense why I hate it Yes okay <laughs> but I it's still my favorite okay
1: anyway. that's fine I'm not trying to like beat your classic away from you just. <laughs> understand Um, that i'm right
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) uh we mentioned the conjuring for those of you that don't know the plot of the conjuring in 1971 carolyn and roger perrin who i believe are fictional characters based on the warrens or some other family okay i don't know Okay, take that with a grain of salt, everybody. Move their family into a dilapidated Rhode Island farmhouse and soon strange things start happening around it with escalating nightmarish terror. In desperation, Carolyn contacts the noted paranormal investigators, Ed and Lorraine Warren, just kidding, they are not based on them, (laughs) to examine the house. What the Warrens discover is a whole area steeped in a satanic haunting that is now targeting the Perrin family wherever they go. To stop this evil the Warrens will have to call upon all of their skills and spiritual strength to defeat this spectral menace at its source that threatens to destroy everyone involved. And that is not a movie about Annabelle, but Annabelle is in The Conjuring series as one of the main characters that is haunting these people.
1: What did you say that the family's name was in Uh, The Conjuring? Perrin. Okay, so the real family is the Hermesia. Okay.
0: I was right that it was based on a real family. Does not. Yeah, who I but the Warrens
1: really do get called in.
0: Yes. Um, both in the movie and. And for those of, I don't know if you know, Jenny. Two more Ann- Annabelle specific movies have been made since The Conjuring. Yeah. So the second movie, Annabelle, in 2014, yeah. the year after The Conjuring came out. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting because it's a completely different plot from what actually happened. Yeah. John Form has found the perfect gift for his expectant wife, a beautiful rare vintage doll in a pure white wedding dress. And in yeah. the movies, it's Cries a porcelain blood. doll. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But Mia's delight with Annabelle doesn't last long. On one horrific night, their home is invaded by members of a satanic cult who violently attack the couple spilled blood and terror are not all they leave behind the cultists have conjured an entity so malevolent that nothing they did will compare to the sinister conduit to the damned that is now Annabelle. Okay. <laughs> it's so creepy.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm. But that's the thing, right? Like, we want to, like, play off, like, dolls that are creepy. Like, oh, my gosh, what was that movie that I watched one time with my friend Dominic? Uh, it, it was, like, The Boy or something. Okay. That was wild. <laughs> and what a ride that was. That one messed me up for a while. Okay. Um, but, the... like, dolls are creepy. So, like, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that there are multiple. Is
0: this story where the connotation of dolls are creepy came from?
1: I I don't think so. Because, okay. like, uh, my mom, my great-grandmother, like, has journals. And she, like, wrote about, like... You know, being at certain individuals' apartments in New York City and, like, seeing, like, their relatives, like, porcelain dolls and how they, like, she felt them, like, staring into her and this, that, whatever. And, and, like, that was back in, like, the 40s. Yeah. So, I would say no.
0: Okay. Um, last Annabelle movie to present day is Annabelle comes home and this is from 2019. So they took a break from it for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the plot of Annabelle comes home is determined to keep Annabelle from wreaking more havoc. Demonologist Ed and Lorraine Warren bring the possessed doll to the locked artifacts room in their home. So not the museum, their own home placing her, quote-unquote, safely behind sacred glass and enlisting a priest's holy blessing. Mm -hmm. But an unholy night of horror waits as Annabelle awakens the evil spirits in the room who all set their sights on a new target, the Warren's 10-year-old daughter, Judy, and her friends. So this one's more like the... I'm gonna say classic because I knew dolls were creepy as a kid. Yeah, and every time I went to a slumber party, people would be like, "There's dolls, and they're gonna like get us in the middle of the night because they target like ten year old girls or whatever." So like, uh, you what? <laughs> I all of the words you just said. What? <laughs> like, did you not when you went to sleepovers as a kid? Yeah, did. Was that not a popular thing for, like, the people at the party to be like, oh, like, this doll's going to come haunt us in the middle of the night because dolls are, like, this house is haunted and dolls are haunted or Um,
1: whatever? No, we had other haunts that weren't just dolls. Like, there were the occasional doll haunts of all, Mm -hmm. but no, I mean, we were one too busy playing, depending on, like, which era of me going to sleepovers. It was either, you know, we're going to sneak out, go into the woods and see what we can find there. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of haunted things. Um, I really wasn't a bad kid. I was lame. <laughs> um, <laughs> So we were looking for haunted things. Yeah. Um, You were
0: looking for Mothman, you
1: know. No, like legitimately, like we would, when I was a teenager, like we would just like drive around, like looking for different ghosts, go try to find the blue lady, go to Gilson Hill Cemetery, like all that stuff.
0: Well, teenagers different than like 10 year olds. Sure.
1: Yeah. Um, And then when I was like six or seven, like we would, I don't know, like we talked about lots of stuff and then around the age of like 10... It wasn't so much like this haunted doll. It was like, who's going to come in and murder us? Yeah. But also I feel like between like 2013 to like 2019, realistically, which like is in line with the movies you were just talking about. Yeah. I feel like it was such rapid fire horror movie, horror movie, horror movie. Mm
0: -hmm. And maybe that's what I'm thinking of because 2013, I was in eighth grade. Yeah. And I wasn't. Going to sleepovers until middle school. Okay, and then I like all through high school I was doing sleepovers, so maybe that's where it comes from for me. Yeah, that literally 2013 was my freshman year of high school. Yeah, and Eighth that grade going into, and that grade. was
1: like just the time of rapid fire horror movies. Yeah. Whereas like, um, you know, my olden self is like, well, we we had like a lot of traumas that we were like actively living through and trying to process so Mm -hmm. I mean like if anyone like has a conversation with me like name tag off like it gets very political very quickly yeah and that's because like politics were really reaching such a climate that like you know I remember being in elementary school and like we're talking about like the effects of Mm 9-11 and who we need to get into office Mm -hmm. in elementary school like we have any autonomy yeah um to make sure that we're safe, yeah, you know, is like the safest way I can say it with the name tag on. Yeah, but like, you know, those were our sleepovers, and it's like, hey, like, who, who's gonna, who's gonna do what to protect us because we're not safe. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I was a kid that had like daily nightmares, mm-hmm. uh, so like, anytime I could keep it light, I did. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, that's where I'll leave it.
0: Are you a fan of horror movies as an adult? Yeah. Oh, really? I
1: can put my fear into something.
0: Okay, I knew you liked going to, like, Spooky World or, like, Nightmare New England or whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean... I like the scary stuff. I mean, it definitely scares me. One watching scary movies is a workout where I don't have to get up and run because it elevates your heart rate. What a good idea. So it really (laughs) does count as cardio. We're giving you lifestyle tips on out of the tangent. Um, But for me, I can like, I can put my feelings of anxiety. I'm trying like not to claim my anxiety as my anxiety. So I can put my anxious feelings into a movie, a book, a podcast, whatever. And then I can walk away from it and it lives there now instead Mm. of me having to carry whatever feelings Mm -hmm. throughout the day.
0: And this is not us advocating for that. No, no. We're just just explaining what she does. This is what
1: I do. And realistically, like, talk to a specialist. I'm zero percent a specialist. Mm -hmm. If you feel you need help, like, therapy is great. Use your guidance counselors; they're phenomenal. I loved the one that I saw at the high school. So,
0: I mean, I think our audience knows at this point that we're not experts in anything. I understand because making all the disclaimers—usually half our show is Kathy googling stuff. Well, um, I did Google the Conjuring family to see that. Well, actual yeah, names. Well, that's you know that's tracks for this show. Well, you know. <laughs> um. So anyway. We mentioned the Buzzfeed Unsolved video, and I have just been mentioning that all these videos are viral. As of October fifteenth, was which was when I planned this episode, the video had fifteen million views. Yeah. So like, people are. I love the
1: in cool it. Boys.
0: Yeah, they are now. As we have mentioned in these episodes before, Ryan and Shane are now the boys of Watcher. They have their own like I quote unquote network on YouTube. So
1: So good. Check
0: it out if you're interested. They make a lot of like
1: Ghost Files yeah. last week was a wild one and I would love for anyone to come in and talk to me about it because I haven't seen Kathy to be able to talk to her. Yeah,
0: Jenny it. and Kathy both love the Watcher Boys. So if you are a fan Come, you can go to Fandemonium and talk to Kathy about it. I'm sure Kathy would love to talk to you about it there. You can come and talk to Jenny about it in the children's room.
1: Or at From Trash to Treasure. Or at From Trash to Treasure. (laughs) Correct.
0: Yes, please come to Trash to Treasure. Last month, or this month, not last month. Was it? Yeah, it was this month. The days are blending together because October is busy for us. Yeah, so
1: (laughs) for November, we're going to be making doll head planters. Okay. Um. And it's gonna be like the last thing I do before I go on vacation. Yeah, you can make your very own Annabelle
0: planter. <laughs> get yourself a raggedy and doll, and then you know. Now I have dolls. <laughs> no, we have yeah, we have dolls. I'm joking. So that that's the end of Mod Sober part two. Well, what's your theory?
1: You told me, oh, I have a theory. We'll get into it later. Oh, I forgot, yeah.
0: <laughs> I forgot my own theory. Welcome back to the show that I run. Um, <laughs> great as mentioned in the BuzzFeed Unsolved video, Ryan and Shane were debating whether or not the roommate involved in this story, Angie yeah. was a secret prankster and I don't think that's true Okay, I think what possibly could have happened is, other than like the boyfriend having the claw marks that disappeared, I'm taking that out of the equation I think there could have been a possible breaking and entering situation. okay. Where a person was able to break in without leaving a trace, a la, a landlord or someone like that that would come in and mess with this doll just to mess with these people. Because if they didn't keep parchment paper in their home, I the, <laughs> the only thing that I can imagine, and this is because my brain is weird, I just imagine like Annabelle like walking down the street and going to the grocery store. And, like, checking out as, like, an anthropomorphic doll. And I don't know why that is, but I don't know how else she would get parchment paper. Okay. Is she... She's not in magic. <laughs> I don't think demons are able to... Well, if them.
1: demons can scratch, right?
0: Well, how do they make parchment paper?
1: You find some in a different location.
0: Oh, because they can like go between. Right. Oh, okay. Well,
1: that's the thing. That's why like the doll's not just like I'm gonna do this 24 seven
0: 365. Okay. Well, anyway, I think that if we're trying to apply logic to the situation, where like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I I would guess that it was some sort of like their landlord someone that knows their landlord that had a key somebody that they trusted that they gave a key to their apartment to because you got to remember this is 1970
1: well or did they just leave their apartment unlocked
0: right that's true too like, we don't know that we because know like that.
1: realistically up until <laughs> up until uh i'm trying to think 2020 mm-hmm. uh when i had a lot of weird stuff happening in my personal life i never locked my house when I left, we never did growing up.
0: That's okay.
1: We never locked it, but then I like, come
0: from a family of paranoid people. so we always Yeah. Uh, mm, mm,
1: I, my dad's very paranoid. Yeah. Um, but I, he wasn't home enough to make those judgment calls. Well, my yeah. mom's very forgetful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she would just forget to and yeah, I don't know. I we just never locked it because it's like, why bother? Yeah. But then um a certain someone uh was sitting in my living room watching TV when I got home from work. Yeah. And I was not expecting anyone to be there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and they did not have a car. They had gotten there on foot, so I had no preparation uh-huh. for it.
0: Whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And that was spooky. But, like, I'm just saying, like, my parents are very still set in when they met. Um, and that is how they raised me in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. which for better or for worse. Um,
0: Oh, yeah, that's true, too. At that time period, a lot of people weren't locking their That's house. what I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Well, because I guess, like, you
1: don't knock on the door to go and see if so-and-so can play most yeah. of the time. You just walk in, and you're like, hey, I'm looking for blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know?
0: I wonder if apartment buildings had the, like, buzzer system.
1: I mean, they, they did, but, like, it wasn't necessarily to lock. It was more like a, hey, I'm coming up in many regards. So the door wasn't
0: locked. So in many
1: point? regards, yeah. Mm, okay. Listen, how do you think Mama got to know Mickey Rooney? <laughs> I don't know. She full blown just walked into his apartment because she thought he was handsome.
0: Oh, I love that for her. Yeah. Okay, anyway. <laughs> that concludes our episode. <laughs> well, do you
1: have any theories no. about No you I don't. don't know. Okay. I I have many theories none that are fully formed.
0: As so you're on Kathy's side of the spectrum, where she's like, I would like to believe that these things exist. I would not like to. Maybe I've... not Annabelle, but like, Kathy would like to believe that Mothman and Bigfoot exist. Oh, sure, sure. Which that's completely different from Annabelle. So, like, yeah. Mothman and Bigfoot haven't killed anyone. Mothman maybe did. I don't think he did, though. Have you done Goatman? No, we didn't do Goatman. Oh, Goatman's a
1: fun one. I know. Highly I was... recommend everyone go look at the BuzzFeed Unsolved Goatman. It's so
0: fun. Yeah, and if you're interested in any of this, BuzzFeed Unsolved is great. As I said, Watcher is great. There's a lot of resources on the internet. Just remember that it's cryptid zoology. You know, it's You sci- can be a
1: Shaniac and be a skeptic, or you can be a Bugara and believe. There's no one right answer. <laughs> Correct.
0: Like don't, you know, don't Always be sure that you're, like, double-checking your information. You're not, like, you know, with all of this This stuff. is our
1: media literacy portion of it, I see. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Giving you the advice. <laughs> and although we use Wikipedia a lot for this show, it's okay. <laughs> Don't use that for <laughs> school projects. <laughs> you can check the sources at the bottom of the Wikipedia page to see if they're credible. Anyway, we're not going to get... Maybe we, there'll be a... Midary... Uh, literary episode good media literacy episode great we love that future um yeah that's the last episode of monstober for this year (laughs)
1: all right well i'm gonna go back to the desk
0: yeah that (laughs) will we'll see you guys when we see you guys i don't know when the show is gonna come back because we're gonna take a break because we had an episode every week this month so yeah We'll announce it on social media when we're coming back. Yep. So yeah, if you're listening to this before Sunday, which is October 30th, if you have little siblings, or if you want to come to Trunk or Treat and get some free candy, come to our parking lot between 1 and 3 p.m.
1: And fidget toys. And
0: fidget toys. There's going to be lots of people from the community with probably other fun things. We don't really know. Um... So, yeah, if you're interested in that, come to that. If not, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I very much enjoyed this second edition of Monsober. And, yeah, that's it. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.